Launch Talk Podcast, episode number 16. اول بودكاست متخصص في عالم اداره الاعمال في الكويت والشرق الاوسط يقدم لكم محدثكم خالد الزنكي. وهدفنا في البودكاست توفير معلومات متنوعه في البزنس. بودكاست لونش توك يعتبر احد برامج لونش اون فاير. في البداية خلونا نشكر الشركات الراعية لبودكاست لونش اون فاير، الراعي الاستراتيجي وزارة الدولة لشؤون الشباب، الراعي الشريك شركة علي الغانم واولاده للسيارات، الراعي الذهبي اسنان تاور وتشوكلت نس، ونشكر الجهات الاعلامية الراعية بعد سنسكيب ومجلة خليجسك. Okay, let's get started with today's episode of Launch Talk Podcast. I'm so excited today to introduce my guest, Scott Fridman. Are you ready for the launch? I'm ready. Awesome. Scott is a speaker and author and former president of National Speaker Association. His main area of expertise is employee innovation, celebration, and customer experience. He is in Kuwait to deliver a seminar titled Celebrate Lessons from the World Most Admired Organization, which is organized by Vigor Events and Al Jazz Events. I have given our listeners just a little overview about yourself, Scott. Take a minute or so to tell us about yourself so our listeners get to know you and give us an overview about the role of celebration in business and more specifically in small businesses. Sounds good. I've been a professional speaker for 30 years as a motivational humorist. Mm-hmm. People say, what's a motivational humorist? When I speak, if you laugh, it's mm-hmm. humor. If you don't, it's motivation. That's how you tell the difference. Awesome. But I've been working with corporations, uh, small organizations, large organizations, government, kids, on on how to have more self-esteem in their lives and how to make healthy choices, which progressed recently in the last five years into how does celebration play a role in the in the workplace? Mm-hmm. And basically, it's it's... Celebration is all about acknowledging what is good. Mm -hmm. It's acknowledging the good work that you do, the people that you do it with, the people that you do it for, when your to-do list becomes your to-done list. It's it's acknowledging and celebrating those little and the big milestones along the way. Mm-hmm. It's it's catching people doing something right. So it's it's focusing on on what's good in an organization and going from there instead of getting stuck in what doesn't work in an organization. Awesome. I'm so excited and thrilled to have you today in the podcast and talk about so many different things and the conversation today. But before we do, we would like to start our podcast by building a solid foundation. Please tell us why having a celebration mindset is important for entrepreneurs. It's important because when you're starting a business, it's so easy to get to lose focus on what may not be working or you, you get so impatient because as an entrepreneur, we're so excited. We have an idea and we want to see this idea grow and we have this vision of what it could become. But then all of a sudden, challenges, obstacles along the way can can get in our way. And if we if we lose focus, if we focus on the things, the obstacles and the challenges, then we lose sight of what the vision is. And then that can derail us. Mm-hmm. So the celebration mindset is just take little bites at a time. Mm-hmm. Celebrate the little milestones along the way and build on what works. And remember to keep the focus and the vision and take time out to acknowledge the good that you are doing. Because so many times as a as a, a, a an entrepreneur or a small business where we look at what we want and we look at other companies and we compare ourselves and so we don't take time out to acknowledge that we really are making good progress mm-hmm. so we we get discouraged awesome give us a story that emphasizes on that mindset if you have worked or helped entrepreneur uh, 
just any organization, all the interviews that we did represent that mindset or in, in some respect. One of my favorites example is just the, the whole element of surprise and, and finding surprise or, or surprising your employees and your, and your clients. Mm-hmm. So Royal Plaza on Scotts in Singapore, a hotel, independent hotel, they're, they're wonderful at, uh, at surprising their employees and their, and their customers as well. So one, one quick example there would be the, uh, one of the, one of the uh, employees had a five-year anniversary, hadn't seen her family in a long time, and she came into a meeting for a little ceremony, and director of marketing said, hey, to her assistant, can you go get a little gift I left on my desk? And what she brought back was the, the lady's parents, mm-hmm. uh, and she hadn't seen them in five years, and so there was tears, and it was just such a nice way to, to celebrate this, this young lady. And the point being is, so if we look for those opportunities to surprise, if we look for those opportunities to make a difference with our employees, then... Uh, we create that mentality that we're, we're trying to take care of one another and we're focusing on what's good and we're building on those strengths as opposed to focusing on what doesn't work. Awesome. Scott, what I really want to do uh, before we dive into the major topic of today, celebration and innovation role in startups and small businesses, based on your experience, why some entrepreneurs consistently very successful and others that are struggling? Uh, I think the ones that struggle, they lose focus. Again, they, they start, they start mi- majoring in the minors instead mm-hmm. of keeping the vision. And then, they, and then they, they withdraw. I think the ones that are the most successful learn how to collaborate, especially in, in today's society. Mm-hmm. Collaboration really is a new competition. Mm-hmm. In, instead of worrying about what others are doing, if we, can, if we can use our resources, if we come from a place of abundance and we truly don't feel that scarcity mentality, then... We can we can build with others as mm-hmm. opposed to compete against others. Awesome. I'm sure throughout your interaction with companies and entrepreneurs, you have had discover failures and and working and actually applying the the principles and techniques. We want to hear one of those failure stories and what lessons that you have discovered or learned from that experience. The, the first one that comes to mind is blockbuster videos. They uh, they didn't realize the power of the internet and all of a sudden Netflix came along and put them out of business. So it's, it's, fo- it's looking at the resources that we have in today's market and how can we best tap into those resources. Uh, social media, the, the internet are such a wonderful, so many companies today have, have disappeared because they don't take advantage of today's resources. Mm-hmm. From all the lessons that you have discovered from failures, what is the main important lesson that you have discovered or learned? I love what Winston Churchill said about failure. He said, success is just moving from failure to failure with enthusiasm. You never really fail unless you give up. So what I've learned about failure is you only fail if you stop trying. Mm-hmm. All right, so you may, you may lose a little bit of money. You may have a couple bad years, but with a little crowdfunding, crowdsourcing, and if you're really tenacious about what it is that you want and you stick to your vision and your focus, you won't fail. So based on the techniques that you teach people in celebration, um, there are many techniques for people uh, usually they stumble upon what is the one or top technique that putting celebration mindset into action can i give you three would be great (laughs) (laughs) so really the celebration mindset it it focuses on gratitude play and surprise so gratitude is is having appreciation for what you do who you are and the people that you work with Mm -hmm. so if you come from a place of gratitude it's the quickest way to get rid of any negative emotion Mm -hmm. play is is being able to set aside any resentment or anger or any bad emotion about the past mm-hmm. get excited about the future but live in the present moment truly be present with your with your day-to-day tasks mm-hmm. and then the 
The last is surprise. It's the element of the unexpected. The reason celebration fails in most organizations is because it, it becomes stale or becomes institutionalized. Mm-hmm. So I talk about turning on your GPS, your gratitude play and surprise. So if we can always be grateful, if we can, if we can be spontaneous, if we can be curious, passionate in the present moment and look to honor people with what's highest on their joy list and mm-hmm. surprise them as much as we can with those little, little, little Tiny things. things. Yeah, the, the, They'll make... They make difference. them, yeah. They make them, yeah. They make them feel good, uh-huh. but based on what they like, what, what what they really love, mm-hmm. what their passion, what what their joy is in their life. Awesome. Can you give us an example to showcase the power of celebration mindset? Sure. The uh, c- celebration mindset, boy. Any you know, just look at look at people that you think are successful in business and 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 why they're successful. It's it's the it's that attitude of of you know how some people just make you feel good mm-hmm. you know it's because they're they're more focused on you they're they're they come from that place of gratitude they come from they're they're always looking for how they can make people's lives better mm-hmm. uh i have a a speakers bureau in in america national speakers bureau i mean any anytime anything good happens in my life i get a card from him that's a celebration mindset he's always looking to celebrate me mm-hmm. uh, and, and we have people that like that in our lives when we when we're more focused on when other people do good and celebrating that that's truly the celebration mindset in action awesome what makes the workplace more or less transformational especially for small businesses well there's an old saying by joel weldon how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time mm-hmm. so it's 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 not not getting impatient it, it's it's having the patience to know that it's a it's a building process i've uh, mentioned earlier offline uh, i have a foundation called together we can change the world and I've, i've seen in the last seven years just little bits of progress every single year so it's 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 knowing that it's it's the transformation process while it's happening you don't see it sometimes mm-hmm. because it's so slow but over time it, it develops so if you just focus on what's most important mm-hmm. you you build on what's good on what you're already doing and you you take your resources and use them in the best ways collaborate don't compete mm-hmm. it's amazing over time you'll see that transformation happen awesome right now i want to take the conversation kind of sideways uh, mainly focusing into the customer slash the client perspective okay how to generate an outstanding customer experience in your personal opinion well if you come from the place i'm there to lift them up not let them down that's a good place to start I talk uh, I talk in my programs in, in about the perfect world concept. Can I tell you a quick story? Yeah, sure. So when I I've had an assistant for 25 years. So one year after working together we sat down we said how can we better serve our clients and how can we better serve each other? We came up with one idea that made all the difference in the world. Job descriptions for each other, which was the exact same to create each other's perfect world. Mm-hmm. So my perfect world revolved around more joy, less hassle. Hers mm-hmm. revolved around spending more time with her son David. So I knew that if I want, really wanted to incentivize her, Nancy, that I would allow her to spend more time with David. So all the surprises that we created over time were based on how she can spend more time with David. Mm-hmm. So if we truly want to create a customer experience, the ultimate customer experience, it has to be focused on what truly motivates or brings our customer joy. Mm-hmm. So in order to do that, we have to know more about our customer. We have to truly care about our customer. We can't be so self-absorbed. We have to listen, we have to pay more attention and and get in conversation, find out what what it is. What what is it about that customer? And then make sure that we have all the systems in place to support how we can deliver consistently with whatever our brand promise is, which 
would concur with that ultimate customer experience. Awesome, awesome. Based on my interaction with a lot of businesses here in Kuwait, they struggle to find out more information about their clients. And and yesterday I had a session with a couple of entrepreneurs talking about that aspect. Said, Khalid, what I know about the customers is just their name, their sales, and their mobile number. And this is it. I said, well, you have to go and dig more about who you are really your clients and what do they like the most and what the brands do they like and try to serve them and try to surprise them. So what you just said over here, that really complements that thought and that idea. You bet. Yeah. What is the number one advice you would give to entrepreneurs to take their innovation to the next level? The number one advice I would give is to celebrate your failures. See, what, what happens is we, we, we get stuck sometimes when we fail. And then we thought, oh, you know, maybe it's not such a good idea. And then we mm-hmm. lose sight of our vision. If we can celebrate our failures, especially with, with our, our teams, then we learn the lessons from our failures. Mm-hmm. Right? So then it's not really failing. We're that much closer to success. In fact, Tom Watson, founder of IBM, said, what's the quickest way to success was the question. And his response was double your failure rate. Because if you're dissecting your failures to find the lessons there, then you're not really failing. You're that much closer to what it is that you're trying to create. So if you celebrate them, you learn the lessons, Mm -hmm. and then it's like, it doesn't feel so painful. But usually people, they don't celebrate failures. No, they don't. They celebrate only successes. Right. So how to celebrate failures, in your personal opinion? That's one of my favorite parts of the book, Celebrate, is how people celebrate failures. Mm -hmm. There's one great example is a company in the, uh, the United States, sales company, when the sales manager, when she starts a meeting, will put a $50 U.S. bill on the table and she'll she'll share a mistake that she made since the last sales meeting and the lesson mm-hmm. she learned. Then every sales agent will share an experience where they made a mistake, the lesson that they learned. Whoever made the biggest mistake, learned the greatest lesson, mm-hmm. will take the 50 bucks. If you lose three times in a row, you're fired. No, no, I'm just Interesting. Kidding, you know? <laughs> but, but that way, so so what you're, what we're really trying to get at in failure is why did we fail? What What is the lesson behind the failure? And mm-hmm. so how can we learn to make different decisions in the future to build on what we learn from that failure? So it could be a, it could be a fun golden banana award. Mm-hmm. It could be uh, the person that failed, you know, the person that makes the biggest mistake has to buy lunch. So you, mm-hmm. if, you, if, if you give awards or, or certificates or make fun of it a little bit, but then share the lessons, then people aren't so afraid. They're more empowered to take intelligent risks in business because they know that if they fail, that it's really just lessons learned instead of failure. So it's just taking a little bit different perspective on the word failure. Awesome. How entrepreneurs can improve their brands based on your personal experience? And you talk about different new strategies that organizations that could use as well. I think the first thing is consistency. I mean, you got to be consistent across all platforms. So whatever, whatever you're doing on whatever your letterhead looks like, whatever your business card, is it the same online? And then, of course, behavior. Uh, just had a, a great example in the with the, the reporter from ESPN who uh, who ended up in a tirade against some guy that, that uh, her t- car was towed and it made him feel very small. And basically, she's now in big trouble because she wasn't she wasn't an extension of the brand. Mm-hmm. So ESPN is, stands for certain standards in the industry, right? True. So, so to remember that, do you live or model the values of the brand? That's where it starts. It starts with you. If you say that you give five-star customer service and you treat people with dignity and respect, or do you really? In all your interactions, are they dignified and respected and do you treat people with integrity? Mm-hmm. So it's a so it starts with it starts with your the individual behavior and then the consistency across all platforms of the brand. Awesome. Right now, I'm going to take you kind of in, into your personal experience and personal profession and your career as well. What is the best advice you ever received? The best advice I ever received was to be uncomfortable because comfort never produced greatness. So mm-hmm. it's the willingness to take risk. It's the willingness to to jump off a building and know that you're going to develop wings and fly 
in the mm -hmm. process. But don't, also, don't, most, yeah, don't do most, most of the people, they get scared of that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually, don't jump off the building, but, but right. So it's, a, it's the willingness to, see, we learn so much more from what doesn't work mm -hmm. than what does work. Mm -hmm. So we, we have to, back to the failure thing, we, we have to be willing to take those risks. So awesome. if we're uncomfortable, then we'll learn from that and then comfort will produce greatness. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, do the things you fear the most mm -hmm. and the death of fear is certain. Awesome. Can you share one of your personal habits that contributed to your success? One of my personal habits, you know, what people tell me that they, they, they remember me for, mm -hmm. I send out cards, personal cards at at different times of the year. I send out Halloween cards. I send out April Fool's cards. Mm -hmm. So there's there's a perception that I, I stay in touch with people very well because I've, I send out these cards. So I, and I write, and I, as much as I possibly can, I write personal notes on those cards. Or I, different times of the year, if somebody does something, I'll write a personal card. Mm -hmm. Those are, uh, that makes a big difference. Awesome. Scott, from one of your tweets, uh, you, you mentioned that celebrate making life better through great books. So I want to actually get your recommendation of one book for our listeners that you would recommend. There's the old, uh, the old standard that really helps remind you the importance of how to create from your mindset whatever it is that you want in your life. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Mm -hmm. It's still, it's a classic and it's one of the best because it, you realize whatever you think you can achieve, you can. can achieve. Believe and achieve. Awesome. Scott, give us one piece of advice or guidance on how our listeners can find you and connect with you. Best way is Scott Friedman, F-R-I-E-D-M-A-N.net. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And then uh, I have a Celebration at Work group on Facebook. If you go to Facebook slash Celebration at Work, you can mm -hmm. join our work group and we'll, you'll get good ideas at least once or twice a week. Is this for free? You betcha. <laughs> awesome. On behalf of our listeners, thank you so much for sharing the thoughts and ideas and giving us some time from your kind of really busy schedule in Kuwait. And we really wish you success in your seminar. Uh, thank you. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. Same as here. Thank you so much and have a great day. You too. والحين وصلنا لنهاية حلقة اليوم من بودكاست لونش توك المتخصص في عالم إدارة الأعمال في الكويت وفي الشرق الأوسط البودكاست موجود في الآيتونز تقدرون تتابعون حلقاتنا وتسوون سبسكرايب من خلال برنامج البودكاست الموجود في الأب ستور لأجهزة أبل الآيبود والآيباد والآيفون بالإضافة إلى برنامج ستيتشر اللي موجود في كل الأجهزة أو عن طريق موقع البودكاست www.launchonfire.com وهم تابع حساباتنا في مواقع التواصل الاجتماعي at launchonfire وإذا عندكم أحد مهتم في إدارة الأعمال والمشاريع الصغيرة والمتوسطة دزوا له لينك الموقع أو سووا له منشن في مواقع التواصل الاجتماعي ونلقاكم إن شاء الله في الحلقة الجاية.